the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, August 24th, show number 295. We're getting there, buddy. Getting there. It's Ron Miller, Scott Hammer, coming at you live from the uh, John Young Racing, Racing for First Responders, Dave Kemmer Studio, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Tonight on the show, we will be uh, speaking with Craig Mintz, who uh, just set fast time. At a uh, must-see sprint car pavement At show. Lorraine, yeah, this past yeah. weekend. W- with his dirt car. No, it was an asphalt car. Oh, okay. It's a rich farmer car, but... Okay. We'll talk to... We'll, we'll yeah. get all the details from him uh, about that. Uh, I believe uh, Jimmy McCune ended up winning that, I believe. Seems like Jimmy McCune's been doing yeah. that a lot lately. And I think uh, Craig finished... Uh, started... He had got the roll of the dice uh, for the invert, rolled an eight... Uh, so he started eighth and uh, finished seventh. Nothing wrong uh, with that. No, that's top ten, still good. Also, Ryan Davis will be joining us. He's got two feature wins in the sportsman class at Oakshade this year. And a very um, respectable win last Saturday. Yeah, he's just kind of come out of nowhere. Uh, we're going to talk to him. He's uh, actually run uh, that car as a late model a couple times as well. Did you know that? I don't think I knew it. See, I did a little research. Really? Wayne County and Attica, he's run that Ooh. as a, a late model. So we'll talk to him. And uh, his unique uh, situation. Situation. <laughs> we'll go with that uh, coming up a little bit later. Um, also, got to mention we peaked at number um, 233. Actually, we fell to number 233. In the U.S.? Uh, no, or that's Australia. Oh, They're letting okay. us down or there. Apple Podcast charts in Australia. We've tumbled down to 133. I think we were up to 133 at one point. So. Maybe if we mentioned that it was uh, Veronica McCann's birthday. Or, or birthday. was, depending on... The they're, the they're like they, 12 hours ahead of yeah, us. Yeah, so, so it's probably was yesterday for them. Well, Veronica, either happy birthday or happy belated birthday from, from all the guys at Hammerdown Racing Report. There you go. Um, also, before we get started, too, uh, Steve Miller, your son, wanted me to uh, mention... Oh, please uh, do. Yep. That's, yeah. that's important. I even wrote this down here. A uh, little girl... Um, Named Taya? Is that her Kayla. Name? Taylor? Kayla. 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 Right. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he put T-A-Y-A in the thing I just... Anyways, okay. a little girl, who, who she has cancer. Name's right. not the most important part here. In fact, she's got cancer. Um, he's going to uh, be donating a door to her, and he wants all the drivers uh, at Oakshade to uh, come she's down. She's a huge Oakshade fan, and especially okay. a Lightning McSteve fan. Oh, of course. So... As, as most kids are, uh-huh. um, and, and Steve wants uh, as many drivers as possible to stop by his pit, sign the door, and uh, they'll be donating, be, be giving that that door to her. So is it uh, this weekend? He wants everybody to yes. To have this? Okay. So if uh, you remember, and uh, we don't get totally washed out tonight, then uh, we should be good. Remember last week we had a big storm during the show. Yeah. Yeah, my whole office on the other side of the house was just... So because somebody forgot to close the, the window. Windows. Yeah, I got the air conditioning on today. No windows open. So if it yeah. does rain, we're, we're good, unless the power goes out. Let's hope not, though. Taya, T-A-Y-A, you're right. See, I thought that's what it was. Okay. So, uh, DCR Graphics, they do full wraps. They do banners, stickers, anything you need. I believe uh, Craig uh, may have gotten some... Uh, some numbers uh, made from really? uh, DCR Graphics. Yeah. Very uh, good. Locally owned and operated. Make sure to call or text Dale at DCR Graphics at uh, 419-308-9523. And uh, we'll have that number scrolling at the bottom of the screen here. There you go. Uh, give them a call. You can check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCR Graphics. You can also get those Hammer Down Racing Report window stickers. And he's working on something new. I didn't get any new ones because uh, he ended up not going to... Uh, Oakshade last weekend where we were going to get some more to give away. Oh, yeah. So I think he's working on something new to give away as well. So New and exciting. Next week, hopefully, we'll have some more of those stickers Ooh. to be giving given away. Uh, but if you do have a Hammer Down uh, Racing Report sticker on your card, let us know. Send us a picture, and uh, we'll get you added to the Hammer Down uh, clan. That's what we're calling right. it. Yeah. Clan as in not clan like a <laughs> cult, but more of clan like yeah. as in Scottish. Yeah. There you go. Dominator well, Race clan, Products. Clan is a good thing. Okay. It's just that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dom- give Dominator uh, Race Products a, a call at uh, 419-923-6970 or check them out on uh, their website, DominatorRaceProducts.com. You can also get their products from local reputable race shops such as Ron Miller Race Cars. They have all kinds of uh, body components, I guess you could say, including the classic-looking Killer Z nose, uh, the Dominator Outlaw nose kit for out- or for a- asphalt super late models. They have shaker screens, fan shrouds, Modified valances, plastic late model spoilers. They um, so much. so. You're saying that our friends at Dominator Race Products are selling body parts. Pretty much, yes. Okay, yes. A lot of zombies around that area too. It's crazy. That's a touchy area out there. <laughs> uh, also, got to mention uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, Oakshade Raceway, and uh, of course uh, Freeze Frame Photos, who we'll be talking about here a little bit as well. They made. Uh, this cool thing. We'll give you a close-up shot here a little bit later. Before we get to uh, Mr. Craig Mintz, let's uh, do our racing roundup and uh, go over all the results from this past weekend's racing action. Yeah. Racing Sounds roundup. Like plan. It's a good plan. Attica Raceway Park, Friday night, Cap Henry picked up his fourth win of the season. You'll notice a, a theme here as we go through Attica's results. Uh, Cap Henry winning the 410, fourth win of the season. Devin Shields picking the late model feature win. That was Just his... after being on the Hammerdown Racing That's true. Report. Yes, and that was his fourth win of the season. That's right. He was on the night before. He was. Last, last uh, Thursday. So thank you for uh, continuing that trend for us. Jamie Miller won the 305 feature. And guess guess which uh, feature it, win of the year that was for him. I'm thinking fourth. Yeah. I had to guess. There you go. Fourth win for uh, all those uh, guys that won features at Attica last week. And I believe we're going to uh, get Cap Henry back on the show next week. Really? It's been a while since we talked to him. He's, had, right. he's had quite a successful year. We had our, our first bowling meeting, hence the shirt, um, Greg Stillwell shirt. And uh, some some of the guys there were whining that we haven't had any pavement racers on in a while. So, Well, doesn't Craig count? Tonight? I would think he does. But that that's why I wore the, the Greg okay. Stillwell shirt. So that's fair. Now we can say that we've had a pavement racer on. All right, that works for me. Uh, continuing on, Rusty Schlank picking up the late model win Saturday night at Oakshade Raceway. Ryan Davis, our guest uh, a little bit later on, won the Sportsman feature, his second win of the year. Bubba Kundick won the uh, Dominator Superstock A-Main. Josh Bailey won the Compact A-Main. Jaden Blycamp won the Superstock B main and Jason Deschler won the compact B main. How did Scott Hammer do in in the? He broke. Oh yeah, that's right. He broke and then got flipped off. Really? Yeah. Somebody gave you the one finger yeah, salute. Was, as, after the car rolled to a stop there by the backstretch wall, somebody in the pit stands just giving me the bird. She looked really? pretty angry at me. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of pissed too. <laughs> I'm not pleased with this. <laughs> so and apparently, uh, still working on that. I, Still haven't had my car back. Hopefully, it's going to be done by this weekend. I got to go do some work after the show. Um, all, all the really tough stuff is done. The rear end stuff isn't tough. Nah. All right. Anybody can do that. Flat Rock Speedway Saturday night. Speaking of Flat Rock, I ran into Gary Lindall this afternoon. Really? Yeah. When I uh, went to uh, get my blood taken, he oh. was there. I asked him how he was doing. He's uh, doing well. I think he's supposed to be back up in the tower this yeah, week. He's been. Uh, he said he's been announcing back since May. So really, yeah, yeah. He looked good. Looked good. Uh, Flat Rock Speedway Saturday night. Justin Schroeder picking up the super late model win. Jeremy Vanderhoof in the uh, street stock A main and Travis Early figure eight feature winner there. We might have to get Travis Early on because he's uh, been uh, a common theme. And then we, we could say we have an asphalt racer on again. And we, we've had. The rest of his family on. There you go. Uh, Sandusky Speedway on Saturday. Preston Walker picking up the win in the Modifieds. Uh, Trent Aslaskin won the Pure Stock feature. Will Slaughter, the uh, National Compact Touring Series feature winner. And Haley Deegan uh, was competing in that. She finished fifth in that uh, Compact Touring Series oh, feature. okay. Butler Motor Speedway, J.J. Hickel, former guest on the show, picked up uh, the win in the 410 sprints there at Butler. Uh, and in the uh, Great Lakes Super Sprints feature. Really? So good Good night for J.J. Hickel. Double header. Uh, Corey Bavard won the uh, modified feature there. Fremont Speedway, Monday night, the uh, fair race. Paul Weaver became the uh, winningest driver at Fremont with his 77th feature win. Ever. Ever. 
at Fremont. Right. So congratulations to Paul. Uh, Lucas Oil Dirt Late Model Series, uh, Comp Cam's Topless 100, Batesville Motor Speedway, Friday night, Ricky Thornton Jr. picking up the win. Saturday night in the main event, Dale McDowell picking up the uh, $50,000 win there. World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series, the Agco Nationals at Jackson Motorplex. Thursday night, James McFadden picking up the win. Friday, James McFadden pick, picking up the win. Saturday, not James McFadden picking up the win. It was Carson Macedo. Oh, the SRX series uh, wrapped things up last Thursday night at Lucas Oil Speedway. And uh, guess who won in his very first start? Uh, JD. There you go. Jonathan Davenport picking up the win, showing him how to get it done he, on the dirt out there. He embarrassed everybody. He really did. did. I, I, was, I was thrilled watching that race. I, I was rooting was fun, for him. It yeah. was fun to watch. Probably fun racing against all those legends out there, too. Oh, yeah. Ryan Newman uh, ended up finishing fourth in the race and won the uh, SRX championship for this year. I, I read something where they're talking about, or Tony wants to expand that to uh, more races in the future, like maybe and, 10 and to maybe, 12 and, and maybe, th- and maybe a few more cars and go throughout the, like the winter or something. Yeah. And some more sure. cars. Yeah. I think it was like up to 20 cars, but yeah, yeah I, I, I think that'd be a good move. They tweeted though. Uh, they have the dates for next season already. And it's six dates, but no tracks yet. Starting, I think it's like uh, mid to late July. Right. Pretty much the same time period they did it this okay. year. Last three weekends in July and the first three weekends in August. So probably not going to expand next year, maybe the year after. They're probably taking all year to repair all the cars from the Eldora race. A weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> Arkham and Art Series action Friday night. Jesse Love picking up the uh, General Tire 100 win at Watkins Glen after he bumped uh, Connor Zilch uh, on the last lap. And then uh, Sunday, Brent Cruz won the Dutch Boy 100 at the Illinois State Fairgrounds, and he bumped Love out of the way on uh, one of the last restarts. This is a common theme now. Is this is that racing? Is bumping I, people I, out I of the sure, way? Is I that? sure hope not. We'll have to get Craig's uh, opinion on that here in just a second. NASCAR action this past weekend. Saturday, the Xfinity Series Watkins Glen race. Uh, Sam Mayer picking up the win uh, after spinning out Ty Gibbs on a late restart. Mm. And uh, William Byron. Uh, picking up the win on Sunday in the Cup yeah, Series. Yeah, he kind of smoked them. Uh, other notes, uh, Friday night at I-96, uh, they ran uh, late models up there. Uh, Rusty Schlenk picking up the win there. So he had a good weekend, two yeah. wins this past weekend. And our uh, Hammerdown clan, not fleet, we're going clan, uh, Kurt Dickey finished 19th in the Superstock A main. John Young finished 5th in the B main. At uh, Oakshade, Colton Cox, second at Palmyra on Friday night. And uh, no report from the Coles, Dale Cole Jr. And Gary Cole, our latest uh, addition right. to the Hammerdown clan. No report from him. Uh, no reports uh, from, from either one. I don't think they oh. race this weekend. So there you go. Contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from Action Shots to Victory Lane. They have uh, custom magnets, can koozies, tumblers. Uh, let's get rid of this. And where'd you go? Oh, there you go. There you are. Also, they do these uh, cool uh, little, actually, it's got a little thing there. It's like a little Pac-Man mouth, but it's a coaster for uh, your oh. car. I think we were talking about this before. That's one they, they made for me there. So oh, it fits down in the cup holder? Exactly, and it's got the little groove there, so if you need to take it out, you can stick your finger in there and pull it out. Well, it's really well thought out, isn't it? Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, they make all kinds of uh, custom items there with uh, any picture you want on there. And at the time this was made, I didn't have uh, my feature win photos, but I probably would have got those made. So now you've got to order another? I'm going to have to, I guess. Calendar is also very popular. It's uh, about time to order your 2024 calendar. Pick uh, 13, 14 uh, photos uh, because I think there's a cover. And then it also goes to January of 2025. So 12 months plus January. And you can pick whatever pictures you want for whatever month. And it doesn't have to be the same driver. You can get multiple drivers. You can, you know, whatever you want to do. Crash photos. Sure. If you, <laughs> you go. A reminder of what not to do. There you go, boys. There you go. Uh, call Charlie at 419-476-9978. Freeze frame photos, special moments, frozen in time. And uh, Ron Miller Race Cars. They fix broken things when your car breaks. Give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. For race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, drive shaft fixing, chassis fixing, everything a racer needs. Yeah. 
And if not, he can figure out where to get it fixed. So without further ado, let's uh, bring in our first guest. And that first guest would be Craig Mintz. Craig. How are you guys? Hey, good, Craig. How are you? Another day in paradise, enjoying the view off my uh, off my porch. Is it a little warm out there? It's a little toasty, but I'd rather have it warm than cold. It's fair. Yeah. You get a lot of rain out there? Yeah, we had three inches. So that's my view off my porch. So it's kind of nice to sit here at the evening. Oh, that's beautiful. Nice. So before before we get to uh, talking about the must-see race this past weekend, yeah. what's, uh, what's your opinion on this uh, bump the guy that's in front of you out of the way to get the wind? I mean, what's, what's your opinion on that? Um, I mean, it depends on the situation. Um, you know, like I've raced a lot of indoor races, you know, type of, uh, of racing, or if you're on a tight racetrack, like let's just say, or, 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 you know, places that, you know, that you, that contact is going to be, and you know, you're not going to get off the bottom. Um, I'm not opposed to it. Um, I'm not, you know, because in some sense, that's the only way really to get by guys. Um, but, you know, in my in my experiences, I've been in situations where I've been on the receiving end and I've 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 given those bumps to win. So, um, you know, in, on those kind of situations, I think it's OK because it's expected um, on places that are, you know, bigger or, or you can find another way around. Um, I'm not a fan of um, I'm not a fan of moving somebody out of the way when you have another way around. Um, and, and that's kind of um scenario based for me uh, and it's not a judgment call but i think the driver knows when you don't need to do it and when you do need to do it and when you you know when you don't need to do it you do it anyway it was it was you know on purpose so uh, with the sprint cars I'm, I'm guessing the the bump and run is kind of a, a little bit more difficult because you got a much smaller target there yeah the bump and run on the sprint cars only happens um, I've only seen it happen a couple times and it's only when it like, when, you know, you go to a place that may take rubber, um, and you know, we're following each other around the bottom. Um, you know, that would be the only time I would ever see it. And no, most of the time that never even happens. It's more, somebody gets underneath you and, and kind of gives you the nerf bar and kind of moves you up out of the rubber. Um, we don't get to do that. Matter of fact, um, we were, we were kind of having a conversation this weekend while we were at Lorraine um you know we we seen cars with fenders on them and, and me and mike linder somebody or or go in and use them as the brakes type thing just because you know we are our entire life we've never been able to do that and and we kind of kind of giggled and says our crew crew guys would be uh replacing fenders off of our cars weekly <laughs> So is this uh, your first time on the asphalt this past weekend? No. So um, I ran a couple 305 races um, many years ago. I would say 2002, three and four, around in them areas at Sandusky uh, when they had that 305 class. Um, and then we ran at Lorraine in 2019 to 20. I can't remember the year. Uh, I was right during COVID because I remember we had to have so many cars for through the the you know the trailer type thing. So um, it wasn't our first time. It was the first time with this race car. It was the first time um, you know doing what we did. Um, you know we had went and tried to figure out how we can make a dirt car because you know Ron was actually right. We did take a dirt. Was car. it okay? Uh, so it's 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 a dirt car with a few um, Linder Craft ideas. Um, and, and, you know, we could take that car, put a different front axle in it, bolt four dirt tar- cars on, or fir- bolt four dirt tires on it and go to Attica. So, um, it, it's much different than any of the other cars that were there. So it was kind of, um, you know, special to be able to, to do what they did. So did, it- you, did you take it kind of dirty so that they knew where the car came from? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah the wing, I mean, we had, there was still world of outlaw stickers on the side wing. <laughs> there we go. And, uh, there was- Austin and the drink logo, the the All Stars on it. My helmet had duct tape on it from you know the the chips out of it, and you know so dirt on it. So it wasn't you know we went didn't go there with this pristine car. You definitely knew we were dirt racers. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so did is that uh, because it was a dirt car? Is that uh, did that help you get the fast time? No, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, 
the weird part about it is, is, you know, we went there just to be competitive and, and be, you know, to run with those guys. And, and those guys are good. You know, you got, you know, Bobby Santos and Jimmy McCune and, and, you know, Hamilton, those guys are really good. And, and for us to take a dirt car, we just wanted to go and compete and be able to race with them. And, and, um, we had a really good lap early on and, and we have been, we had found that it, when we go over there, we're really good until the sun goes down. Uh, we, we have to get better at it. Um, and I don't, we don't know what that is yet. Cause you know, we're, we're, with this. um, you know, we, we don't know what this does or that does as, as you know, when it does, you know, the racetrack changes and we're still trying to adjust to it. I mean, I ran 39 laps behind uh, Bobby Santos within inches of him. So I didn't feel like we were way off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, you know, drawing an eight, you just can't, you can't give Jimmy McCune a, a quarter of a track or half a track in front of you and, and expect to run him down, uh, especially in a dirt car. So um, we, I was just as fast as the guys in front of me and, you know, Jason Blonde and those guys are right in front of me. And it just, you know, that Lorraine is different. Uh, Lorraine's hard to pass. Um, you know, and, and we just you kind of got in line and, and did that. We got underneath a couple of guys, we got near some guys, but um, unfortunately, there wasn't enough race cars, um, you know, to really lap. I don't think that we only lapped two guys, um, you know, so you know, a lot of times you weren't really out of line. So, um, I had an absolute blast. That I, you know, I told the guys that I would love to do a full season on pavement because it's just it's a completely different than what I'm used to. Um, and I, and I've had an absolute ball doing it. That was actually one of my questions. Are we losing a dirt guy to the asphalt? No, I, I'm definitely not. I mean, I'm so committed to dirt that I, I don't think I could, uh, take my, all my equipment and flip flop it. <laughs> um, you know, but there have been some talks with uh, rich farmer and myself and a couple guys that, you know, whether we build a must-see, you know, um, a 410 car or whether we build one of those lights um they, they've made that division so economic um that it's feasible to run i mean the tires you know are 110 120 dollars cheaper than our dirt car tires that last longer um hmm. it, you know and i beat them up i mean i i was hurting trying to hurt those tires in a feature time and we can run them again and you know so there's a kind of came off of because it's just different something that we had fun i mean we ran seventh, and, and, you know, for us, that wasn't our goal. I mean, our goal was a top three or top five. Mm. But I can tell you the guys that we were around and had, we had more fun that night than we did probably most of the season. Would uh, would a better uh, redraw have helped you at all? I think so. Um, you know, I felt like I was just as fast. I probably wasn't as fast as McCune um, and maybe that, but I felt like I was just as fast as, you know, the sixth place finisher or the other guys um you know i felt like i was faster than swan or um you know um a blonde and, and those guys i just once you got to them there was nothing you could do about it um and you know waited for a mistake and those guys don't make mistakes um you know on, on dirt it's a little easier to make a mistake when you're banging up it's cushion or or wine dominant on the bottom uh to middle of the racetrack so um, we didn't quite, we weren't quite good enough to make a lot of passes, but I felt like if we'd have redrew a six, we'd have ran fifth. Um, we'd have redrew a fourth, we'd have probably ran fourth. Um, I was that, I'm pretty confident that we would have maintained, um, you know, the speed that, you know, was needed to stay there. Going to Berlin this weekend? No, we're not. Um, I, we wanted to, we wanted to kind of see how this weekend went and, um, you know, start of the season, I put a pretty strict schedule together for myself, my family, and, and uh, you know, we're going camping this weekend over in Indiana, um, and so my family's over there, so um, I bought a camper for my wife uh, three or four years ago, and up until we used it a couple times, and I had decided it was time that we were going to actually use the investment of the camper, and my kids get a chance to enjoy it, so, um, you know, we, next year, I know we had talked about that um, some more pavement races are going to be on, on the schedule. And, and I've actually, uh, had a few phone calls from a few of the guys that were there, uh, a few of the teams that said, well, we may have a second car and you'd be interested in running it. And, and, you know, be something that I'd look to look forward to and, and seeing how I could, uh, you know, hold up. And I'd like to go to someplace that's a little bigger, um, and, and see how we can, or how I can hold up against those guys. 
So what uh, what about the rest of this year? Anything left on your schedule? Yeah, so we go uh, the two-day All-Star show at Attica coming up and then the Jim Ford Classic. So we have four nights left. Um, you know, so for us, it's, it's kind of winding down, but, you know, that's kind of good for us. Uh, my guys are, they're not tired, but you start getting at the end of the season and, and you know, stuff gets starting to get worn out and, and everybody gets tired and it's, uh, you know, it's time to start looking at next year and getting things ready. And, and we've already, you know, we got wings already in-house for next year. We got cars, bodies, um, we're getting front axles. So we kind of take the end of near Knoxville time and pass that um to start rebuilding for the next year so we like to have our race cars done uh thanksgiving by christmas area um at least have all the parts ready to go back on it that way we're not trying to add to the kind of those as well as every other team in the country uh so so you're gonna be back uh, that'll be in the uh the 09 real geese decoys car yeah so yeah, so I'll run my own stuff. Uh, Farmer was just nice enough to, and, and uh, Ray Brooks and Gill Construction, nice enough to put this deal together. And and that was a Jim Linder built car from uh, like the probably early 2000s um, that he had built that we pulled out of a barn in the back um, that didn't have a body on it. And um, it was a, a car that we thought would work, but we had no idea. So um, it's... Uh, it's kind of uh, kind of a crazy ordeal what we put together, and, and uh, Jim Linder, Mike Linder, and, and Stephen Linder, uh, their brains went to work, and, and um, you know we got a lot of praise, and, and those guys should because you know what we did by taking a, a four bar car with four regular shocks to go compete um, with some of those you know basically built for pavement truck cars to be able to compete with those guys to be able to set quick time, I think uh, says some about uh, what those guys can do with a race car. Well, and that's pretty cool. It's it's sort of a throwback to an era where the car didn't know where it was. You just went and raced it. <laughs> yeah, and you know we kind of had a reminiscence back of the old yeah. Uh, you know, eight or nine raisement. I I think that's a really cool deal. Um, I wish they did something like that because it'd be something I felt like you could be really good at, or I we our team could be really good at. Uh, especially if they made, you know, major race, the same race car, um, within both of them, um, you know, but you know, the world is different than it is now. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you the must see people were amazing. They were very welcoming. Um, you know, helped us cause we were fish out of water. Um, you know, we're, we're not used to that pavement stuff. We're not used to the two hot lap sessions and, and, you know, not, it just, it's different, and, and they were very uh, welcoming, very like, hey, this is what you got to do here. And everybody a part of that group, even the racers, were, hey, you know, this is what you got to do. And Jim McCune's run dirt, and he can kind of compare it to, okay, this is this race and of your dirt, and, you know, you can kind of get that, and we were very uh, appreciative of that. Well, and you could give him a few pointers too, so. Yeah, that goes both ways. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and we talked a little bit about dirt, and I know Jimmy's, um, you know, really excited to get back on dirt, um, and I'm excited to see him on dirt because the, the, the guy can wheel a race car. So, um, you know, it, it takes a little while to get up to that that part of it and, and just love that. Um, you know, we, we kind of joked it when we were there at the pavement race that, um, you know, oh man, they must be cutting the cushion off or maybe they're watering the racetrack type thing. And, and we got to adjust <laughs> this and, you know, they, there's nothing to do. It's just, you got to adjust to the temperature. And, you know, I'm not used to worrying about temperatures of racetracks and, and, you know, is it getting slimier or is it getting <laughs> stickier or that I'm just used to, is there a cushion or is there not a cushion? That's, that's basically it. Early on, you mentioned that you had run some indoor shows. I, I assume those were pavement. Do you think that helped you at all? I think so. I mean, it, it's something that a long time ago, I mean, I ran a lot of go-karts. Um, I ran a lot of pavement stuff. I actually was um, into shifter carts and those kinds of things back when I was really young. So I've ran a lot of stuff on pavement. I was, you know, stuff in the Ivy runs, um, you know, those little midgets indoors and those sure. kinds of things. So I've done those um, and I've enjoyed it. Um, but I've always wanted to, to try to see how far I could go on the, on the, uh, asphalt path. I would like to get in some other stuff, um, you know, because of 
I just there's something about pavement and and it sounds odd because everybody likes to go the opposite way and I want to go back that way because <laughs> I just it fits my driving style a little bit easier. Um, I'm getting older, um, so that curb and the roughness that some of the dirt tracks you get is just not meant for me anymore. Um, I do. Um, it's something that I to to be able to do that. If Jimmy can can uh, jump from from pavement to dirt and dirt back to pavement, I, I'm sure you can too. Yeah. <laughs> so, is at some point in the future, uh, do you foresee yourself going strictly uh, asphalt racing? No, I don't think I'll ever go strictly. I think that I would like to run it for a season. Like I think I would like to, if somebody gave me an opportunity or or, you know, I had to help fund or, or do some kind of, I would love to try a full season, um, you know, just to, to go see different places, you know, Birch Run or, or some places that I thought would be fun, um, you know, and right now our team is not, um, is not fitted to do that yet. Um, you know, we're not fitted to go up and down the road and, and, and if we destroy a race car, like, so if we destroyed a car and a heat race at Lorraine, we were going home um you know we don't have that yet and it would be it would take another team to you know to really be able to help me get on that way um you know but for me to to quit dirt racing i think would be it would have to be a substantial amount of money to um enjoy dirt racing slowing down um you know not racing as much because i i think in the next year or two my my son's going to be in in wheeling something um whether it's some kind of quarter midget or or some kind of that I, i believe that's coming um, still going to kind of like Byron Reed career at the end of it. You know, he shows up at these big races, takes some, you know, takes some money and, and leaves. Uh, he was really good at that, and uh, something that I hope that someday I'm able to be. You know, half the race car driver he was, um, and is, and, and you know, kind of sad to see him, be, you know, going out. But uh, uh, something that. You know, something I want to do, I want to, you know, like this year, we're going to run 20 to 25 races a year, and that, that's plenty. Um, you know, he, you know, it kind of killed us a little bit, is driving all the way out to Knoxville uh, to watch it rain. Um, but we got to go to Port Royal this year. I got my guys to see that. You know, we went to Lernerville. Uh, we went to Sharon a couple times. Um, so some of my guys, uh, all my crew have never seen anything outside of Attica and Fremont. So to be able to watch them, you know, roll into Port Royal and see something different, was was well worth the you know the eight or nine hour drive. What about an IndyCar ride? Would you be a, entertain that? Uh, I would. I would. Would I you give up the dirt for that? Oh, 100 percent. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty old, and uh, it, it's not going to happen. Um, so it, it it my biggest thing, like one that I would love to do yet, is the um, the little Indy. Um, you know, get me something something like that. I would love to do that. Um, I would love to run a, uh, a champ car on a, on uh, or silver crown car on a big mile. Um, something like that. I think I would love to do, um, I, you know, the, the, the pavement part of it, it it's, I asked those guys, I said it, you know, or I asked, told them it doesn't scare me as like it does in the dirt stuff. And I don't know why, um, the speed is there. You can definitely still feel it, but it's just different. Um, and I'd like to try something like that. I mean, I've always, felt like pavement was, was something that I could have pursued and just uh, dirt was calling my name and I had an absolute blast doing it. But um, now that I've had the opportunity to last probably two or three years to run some more pavement sprint car stuff, um, I would like to pursue it, you know, later on in my life. How about uh, you hook up with Rich and do the little 500 at Anderson next uh, May? Yeah. A uh, little 500, little indie as we call it. I would love to do it. Um, it's something that we've talked about. Um, you know, but you know, those cars aren't cheap, um, you know, to build for a couple nights and, and, um, it's something we've wanted to look up and hook up with the team next year and, and be able to, one of the situations where I can help, uh, you know, get a car to the racetrack and, and be able to do that. They can help us get there. Um, and then be able to do it. It's something again that I would love to try and, and be able to do and, and say that I, I've knocked it off my bucket list between that and the, the Knoxville nationals. Um, those are the two that I would love to do um, as my career is kind of, you know, winding down. Winding down. Look at Ron. Yeah. I mean, you got you have like 50 more years, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, uh, we got to get moving here, Craig. We always appreciate the time. Good luck uh, in the, the All-Star uh, races at uh, Attica coming up. 
and at the uh, Jim and Joanne uh, Ford Classic coming up at, at Fremont. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, hopefully you guys have a good night, and uh, in- enjoy the show as always. All right. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Craig. There you go, Craig Mintz. 410 sprint car ace on dirt and asphalt now. That's apparently. pretty amazing. It really is. It's pretty cool. Uh, stick around because we have Ryan Davis waiting in the uh, wings here. We'll bring him on in just a moment. Before we do that, though, just a little bit of racing news to uh, cover. Uh, sponsored by Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Uh, check them out at oakshaderaceway.com. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. This weekend is season championship night. And there's some uh, pretty close uh, championship battles. Really? In, uh, in a few of the classes there. So, yeah. Uh, full show, Dominator Superstocks, Sportsman, Late Models, Compacts, full show. I Gates open up for racing. I haven't looked at, at their seven. points. How's the Late Model points shaking out? Devin Shields, uh, he... Uh, he broke. He broke, and that cost him some points. And I believe Colin Shipley is now second. He moved, He's jumped over D- Dusty Moore. Uh-huh. For second, Dusty Moore fell to third, but they're both closer in points to uh, to Devin now. I think it's like 30 or something. 20. Okay. I mean, Devin's still got a pretty good cushion there. But uh, but he know. can't do another. No, DNF. he can't have another one of those uh, nights that he had this past weekend. Uh, I mean, Attica, he did good. So uh, he yep. kept our, our, our mojo our going mojo there. mojo going, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, also coming up, the Dominator Super Stock Spectacular. Uh, again, that was moved from, uh, September 23rd to September 16th, moved up a week, uh, because of this, uh, showdown series event that's coming up on the final Saturday of September, uh, September 30th, as a matter of fact. And that is, uh, I've heard how much that's going to pay to win. I don't know if that's been announced yet, so I'm not allowed I, to say, but it's going to be nice. It, it, it will be significant. It will, and, and we're going to have Corey on in a, a few weeks right. to uh, talk more about the, uh, the Oakshade event and the Fremont event. That's with the dirt, Fremont dirt I'm, trucks. I'm looking forward to those. I really am. And factory stocks competing with the, uh, the super stocks. So, yeah, it uh, should be pretty cool. Uh, let's do a little bit of racing news here, and then we'll talk to Mr. Ryan Davis. Latest racing news. You were too big on the screen there. That was weird. Oh, it was because Craig left. Um, Logan Seavey made uh, USAC history on Saturday. Really? Yeah, he won uh, two races at two different tracks in two different cars. Really? He won the Bettenhausen 100 for the Silver Crown cars at the Illinois State Fairgrounds on Saturday afternoon, and then uh, he traveled to Macon Speedway and won the Midget Series feature uh, on Saturday night. Well, that's a pretty tough deal. Yeah, pretty cool deal. Actually, Albertson, some uh, sad news here, uh, raced uh, dirt cars for Tony Stewart Racing. Uh, She has uh, two wins in the All-Star Circuit of Champions uh, TQ Midget Series including uh, one earlier this season. Albertson and her fiancé, Jake Kelly, were involved in a highway crash on I-65 on Friday. The couple were returning from a vacation in the Gulf Shores. According to a police report, the two v- uh, According to a police report, two vehicles sped up in an apparent road rage incident. Austin Cooper changed lanes, and the two cars collided. A 2018 GMC terrain driven by Kelly began rolling across the highway, Four people were transported to a hospital following the crash. Albertson has since passed due to injuries. She was 24 years old. That's sad. Yeah. Not even, I mean, it's accident, but not even a, a racing accident. Right. Not that that would make it any better, but still crazy stuff there. Uh, Bowman Gray. I mean, uh, it's like we're talking about this every what week more, or every what other more week. What do you need to say? It's like the WWE of short track racing anymore. Um, and again, this past weekend, uh, there were some more. Tommy Neal and Amber Lynn uh, got together. Uh, racing in the Sportsman 100-lap feature. Tommy Neal ended up going through the pit exit and crashed into some water barrel, barrels and uh, concrete jersey barriers. Lynn hit the uh, the tires there at the end of the wall. Neal uh, went semi-berserk after the incident. Amber Lynn is a and, good racer there. She's fun to watch. Yeah, he tried to, uh, this isn't in the video we're going to show you, but he tried to steal one of the track gators uh, that were in the infield. Uh, the video doesn't that we're going to show okay. does has that part cut out, but then uh, he later threw his water bottle at Amberlynn's car, 
uh, under the yellow. And uh, for some That's reason... better than throwing your helmet. It was, but uh, it was an interesting, pretty spectacular deal. Here's uh, what uh, transpired. Check it out. Great battle here at Bowman Gray Stadium. The fans are on their feet. Oh, contact between the two drivers. Tommy Neal slams into the water barrel. And it's hard to say, even after the uh, the replay, which is coming, which is coming up shortly. Of Tommy Neal, this is a great angle here. You see Tommy Neal moving up. Amber Lynn starting to dive down, makes right rear contact to Neal's machine, sends her into the wall. And then Tommy Neal's got it locked up at that point, and he goes straight into the pit exit right there and into the water barrels. My gosh, what a ferocious impact there! There is Tommy and his wife. On the track. Not happy. I thought Don't Amber Lynn's car had more damage, too. Uh, you, you cut off the end. That one favorite part was at the end. Was, not sure what his wife's doing out there, too. That was the best part. <laughs> and and I'm sure that nobody got suspended or punished. I don't, it was the last that. race of the uh, season for them, yeah. as far as I know. So, yeah. Uh, and finally, uh, GMS Racing will cease operations of its Craftsman Truck Series team at the conclusion of the season. They have accomplished uh, two truck championships and three ARCA championships and 68 wins. And they're folding. And they're folding. Money. Money's expensive. Money's expensive? I'm not sure that's correct. How about we bring in our uh, next guest in? He's yeah. uh, been waiting patiently here. Ryan Davis, how's it going? Good. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. Good. Let's bring you over here. First off, uh, I want to say congratulations uh, on your second uh, feature win this year uh, on Saturday night. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, usually our our uh, guests go on to win the night after, so you've got a tough deal. You're going to have to do a two in a row now. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> Ryan, so- where did you come from? All of a sudden, you've just jumped onto the scene and you're, you're winning races, which is unusual. How did all that happen? I'd never been in a dirt car or any race car at all until last season. That was my first time ever being in a car, but I've always been a spectator since I was a little kid. been going to Oakshade since the late eighties. A lot of people don't know that you have a, uh, a physical issue uh, th- that would probably sideline most racers. What can you tell us about that? I was born without the lower half of my right arm. And I, I don't know. I never really let it slow me down. Or Obviously on to. that. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> so I, anything different in your car uh, because of that? I mean. Yeah, well, my car actually has a hand clutch. Oh. which I had to move that so I could reach it with my short arm and pull it with my elbow. And then I had to lengthen a rod on the high-low shifter so I could shift from low to high. But other than that, that's pretty much it. So how did you go from spectator to getting in a race car uh, last season? I, I mean, I've always wanted to drive one, and I pretty much figured no one's going to let a one-handed guy drive the race car. <laughs> So I had to go buy my own. And then when I bought the car, my dad and my brother were on board. And so that's how we got the new car this season, which is a 2017. And the one with the original car we had was a 2001. So it's oh, big an upgrade. step up there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So do they have any uh, racing background? I mean, be, to be able to make that car so fast? Uh, my dad raced in 90 and 91, and we just always been around the track. And then we had uh, Chris Keller help us set it up at the beginning of the year. And my brother, he's the one that pretty much does the tweaking on it, you know, week to week. Chris would be a good uh, resource. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Chris is great. He's, he's a great guy. So you run your own equipment then. Um New car this year, two wins already this season. I mean, what what were your expectations at the beginning of the season? Have you exceeded that with these two wins? Oh, yeah. I Just to get the first one, was, it was great. And then now that I got a second one, obviously we want to keep going. But, you know, there's some stiff competition out there. Well, and Saturday's win was pretty dominating. Uh, I, I was impressed. 
Uh, yeah, my brother, he, he did some changes to the car and obviously it was the right direction because the car was, it was sticking to the track. It hooked up real good. So I'm sure some of our listeners are going to be asking when you drive, do you just strictly drive with your left hand or does your right hand help at all? Or your right arm? The only time I'll put my right arm on there is when I need to take a tear off, when I need to grab one of those. And I'll just kind of grip it with my elbow down the either the front stretch or back stretch. If I'm not racing hard with anyone, then I'll, I can, you know, control the car pretty good doing that. Well, here here's a secret. If you're out front, you don't need to pull as many tear-offs. I've learned that. Yeah, that seems to be the case. <laughs> I've learned that. <laughs> that is true. So you, you've not only uh, run that car as a, a sportsman, you've run a couple of uh, late model races. I saw Attica and at least uh, Wayne County. Uh, anywhere else uh, you've run that as a late model? Uh, we, I haven't run that car anywhere else. Uh, we ran last year at the end of the year at Mount Pelier and uh, Kokomo. Okay. I didn't do very good at Kokomo. I ended up crashing, so I didn't make the feature. But Mount Pelier, I did, I did okay. It wasn't bad. I think I qualified fourth overall, and that was the first time I had late model tires on it. How I think I finished 12th or 13th in the feature. How different does that feel with the uh, late model tires as compared to the 8-inch tires? Uh, it's a lot easier to drive, actually. <laughs> you go faster, but it's easier to maneuver. Things happen a lot quicker. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's I don't know. It's just with the bigger tires, it's it's a little smoother if the track has a little character. And it's just easier to maneuver the car. Well, you know, maybe this weekend you put some late model tires on it and just happen to forget to take them off. Crazy. <laughs> Not that I would recommend that. Um, so you did, it looks like you've missed a, a couple of weekends at Oakshade. Uh, yeah, a few weeks ago, uh, we had a company outing at work, and I was uh, my boss took us to Vegas. Oh, so, oh tough job. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it was it was 112 degrees out there. But, oh yeah, I forgot about. But that. I could handle it. Well, I was I was looking at the points and I, I saw you were uh, further down outside the top five. I expected you to be in the top five, and then I noticed that you had missed a, at least a night or two. Um, any any plans next year of uh, running for the championship? Or late uh, I mean, we we've been tossing around the idea. I mean. If we're going to run late model, we'll probably have to get a different motor because we're underpowered. But I'm thinking we'll probably end up running Sportsman next year just so I can be, you know, another year in the car and get a little more used to it. But so, I definitely I definitely like hitting a few late model shows here and there. Gotcha. So what, why uh, why did you go with the Sportsman to start off with as opposed to a compact or a street stock? Yeah, super stock. Well, just I saw a car for sale online. Actually, Donovan Paskin was selling it. Oh, and so it was a pretty good deal. So I ended up getting that. And that was the that was the two thousand rocket that I first started with. Gotcha. And what what kind of chassis are you in right now? It's a seventeen Swartz. Okay. Hence the hand clutch. Yep. <laughs> I never knew they ever put hand clutches in cars until I saw that. I'd oh, ask what it was. Only Audi Schwartz. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yep. I don't think I've ever actually seen a hand. I'm going to have to come look at your car. because I. Well, no, you don't have it in there. Or do you? You took it out, didn't you? No, he's got the hand clutch. It's still in there? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll have to come down and take I a look. I actually prefer it over the foot clutch, okay. oddly enough. Huh. Yeah, but you got both feet, dude. <laughs> I know it's, it's weird. So I thought I thought the same thing. I thought it was going to be hard to do, and I it's actually easier. Ryan, I don't want to embarrass you, but could you show all of our fans, all of our listeners, your arm so that oh, they yeah. know what we're talking about? And it's it's just below the yep. elbow, correct? Yep, yep. I got a probably three four inches below my elbow. That, that's it. Truly is amazing. Um. Obviously, since you were that way from birth, your your left hand is your dominant hand, or our arm. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. And obviously, growing up in a right hand dominant world is always a little more difficult. Yeah, yeah. My brother always complains he's left handed. My kid does. Southpaw. 
It's crazy. Anyway. Steve's left-handed. Not that, I mean, obviously that's, a, nobody would even know that that was an issue for you with the, the Watching way you've been you driving. race, nobody yeah. would ever know that there was any kind of an issue at all, Ryan. That That's what makes your whole story so amazing. Yeah, a lot of people think I, I use the little knob on the steering wheel. I thought about it, but I, I mean, I can, I can, with the quick steering, you really don't even need that. Yeah. Ron, with his uh, hurt shoulder, I offered him to uh, take my car out for hot laps, and he said, not unless I put a knob on the steering wheel. That's it. He can't even handle it. But. I, I had shoulder replacement surgery a couple months ago, and uh, it's just, it doesn't work well enough to hop in a race oh, car. Oh, goodness. So what uh, what's uh, your long-term plans in uh, in racing? I mean, is this something you plan to do for, for a while, or was it just kind of dabbling in it? You've been a long-time race fan. Now you're a racer and a winner, a winning racer. Well, I mean, I'm hooked. As long as I can do it, I'll do it. But, you know, obviously it's, you know, very expensive. So as long as I can, we can afford it, I'll keep racing. It's a lot of fun. It's the most fun I've ever had in my life. I, I agree. You uh, get hooked on that adrenaline. Yeah. Uh, sportsman, I mean, uh, late model, would that be uh, probably like as high as uh, you'd want to get? Or what, I mean, would you, do you have any aspirations to run a a uh, sprint car or, or getting to uh, any other kind of racing? No, late model was pretty much always my dream car to, to be able to do that. Now that I've done it, it's I'd, it, I'd like to keep doing it, obviously. But, you know, getting a different motor and then, you know, something a little more horsepower, hopefully that can come down the line. You Obviously, you've got the family support. Why don't you talk to us about some of your sponsors? Oh, my sponsors, they help out so much. It, my Green Borders is where I work. My boss, he he lent, lent us a truck to pull the car down to the track last year. That's what I pulled the car with was one of our work trucks. And uh, HL Green Machine Moving, he's, he's gave us a lot of money. Foster's Concrete, he's helped us out. And then uh, Chris Keller, CCR Racing, he helps us out. We talk to him, and, you know, three, four times a week. And he's, you know, been great. And then Walt's Concrete is my brother-in-law and my sister's company. They do concrete. So, they, you know, it's it's definitely a team effort for sure. Who's going to win the uh, Sportsman Championship next this on Saturday? I think it's going to be tough to beat Josh yeah. Robertson. He's, he's really consistent and he's a great driver. And he's been, I, he's I, been I think fast. he'll pull it off. He, he's I mean, been Car- Carter Schlink is, uh, I mean, that, that kid's amazing. I mean, he can drive. You wouldn't think it was a 12-year-old in there. <laughs> I know that. Oh, that's uh, it's pretty amazing, both of them. Uh, and Carter's been driving with uh, uh, a car- collarbone injury, not yeah. broken, but uh, an injury uh, this past weekend, so. Um, oh yeah, that would be that would be horrible. I could imagine putting a harness on. I couldn't either. Collarbone. I thought, man, all he's got to do is bump something. Yeah, and the track had character, so I mean, you're probably you're moving around a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. But uh, so this weekend, uh, win number three for you, right? I'm hoping so. <laughs> Everything goes right. Draw a good number. You can stay clean, stay up front. You know that definitely helps a lot. All right, you just got to keep uh, that P33 and that 91 car behind you. Yeah, yeah, and that's the tough part. You can't really make a whole lot of mistakes, or you know, you'll get they'll get past you. One of them will. Good redraw. That's all. That's what it's all about. Yeah, there's a lot, and there's a lot of fast drivers uh, in the sportsman class this year. You got Colin Schilt as well up there in yeah. the top five in his rookie season. Um, you said you uh, raced a, a few times last year. Technically, you're still a rookie this year, right? No, I raced. I raced full season last year. Did you? Okay. Yeah. You would think sitting up in the tower, you, you would, would you'd think that, yeah, but well. I miss most of the uh, sportsman features, oh, that's unfortunately. Right. So that that's my excuse. I'm going with that. This year, though, <laughs> I mean that you've seen that two car out there, and it's like he, he's a winner. So uh, uh, been fun watching you, and uh, good luck uh, again uh, on the rest of the season. Are you gonna ru- run out the rest of the season at Oakshade? Then any other tracks uh, you're gonna hit? Yeah, I think I think we might go to Kokomo for the Kokomo Clash. We might go down there for that, but that would be that's after Oakshade's done. I'm pretty sure. Okay. September sixth, the that 
uh, race at Fremont. The late models will be there. October 6th. October 6th. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. And uh, that'd be a fun place, and I don't think there's anything competing against it. Is that that's the Steel Block show? No, no sir. It's, that it's is the UM, UMP late late model rules. I don't believe it's going to be a late model points race. But UMP uh, rules. The uh, the Oakshade uh, Super Stocks and the Fremont Trucks will be the headline division, and the late models will be there as field fillers. But it's still a good paying event. When was the last time late models have been there? Was it an American Late Model Series event? I mean, Boy, I, not the Steel I, Block, but I, I think UMP so. And I was there, so but I, it's I'll bet it's been fifteen years, Scott. So here you go. You can race against uh, the old man here. Oh, that'd be great. And I'll be I've back. And I'll, around and, most of my life. And I'll be back in a car by then. All right. There you go. Mark that on your calendar. October 6th, Fremont Speedway. It's Friday night. All right. <laughs> Ryan, it's been great uh, talking to you. Looking forward to uh, seeing you again this weekend. Thank you so yeah, much. For for, thanks for being so straightforward and uh, giving our, our listeners an insight into uh, – your challenges. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. Bye. Yeah, see ya. There you go. Ryan Davis, fresh off his uh, second sportsman feature win this past Saturday night at Oakshade and, and looking for uh, for more. Uh, I just made this full screen. I'm clicking. I'm getting click happy, Ron. Sorry about that. Uh, got some uh, Big D's pizza to give away here in just a little bit. Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't check the Hammer Down hotline. I don't think really? there was anything on there, though. But uh, if you called or text, text us, we're, we're sorry. Yeah. But uh, feel free to call, text anytime right there. 419-318-3081, 419-318-3081. Call or text anytime, day or night. Uh, give us your opinion on that uh, Bowman Gray crash uh, or whatever. As long as it's racing related, we'll play it back, read it back if it's a text. Yeah. Uh, next week on the show. Uh, let's do uh, some uh, pizza giveaway. How's that sound? Sounds good. Right. How many? So last week's how many was how many 305s were going to be at Fremont Speedway for the fair race on Monday. The number was 32. And uh, Ron, guess what number you said? 32? Yeah. Really? You said 32. I said 31. And uh, only one of our listeners uh, hit it right on the... In the, the head there at the 32 was Matt Swander. And he said to donate the pizza to Ron's retirement party. So congratulations, Ron. You are the recipient that of this week. That pizza is going to be really stale by the time big that, that pizza. big deal comes around. <laughs> so, uh, but thank you so much, Matt. This week's uh, How Many and a Chance to Win a Big D's Pizza is uh, how many all-star circuit of champion competitors are going to be at Butler on Saturday Ooh. night. I got to go first. You do, huh? yes. Um, I'll stall for you. Uh, if you'd like a chance to win a Big D's pizza, put uh, your guess in the comments. Just uh, put a number in the comments. All you have to do of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live. You have until Sunday, or I'm sorry, Saturday at four o'clock Eastern. Sunday, four p.m. Eastern to get your guess in. So if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple podcast whatever you can uh, find our facebook live video it'll still be on Scott, our facebook I, i'm 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 thinking that oh did you want me to switch back over to the comments so you can see what people no. are guessing no i, I oh, think look at that i i think it's going to be a big number because butler runs their own 410 they do and those, and those guys will be there plus you're going to get the all-star guys coming in I, i'm thinking 38 cars man nancy shanauer said 38 as well Ooh, good job nance i'm gonna go th- 37. Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> 37 is going to be my pick there. I don't know, but you're, yeah, I think it'll be right in that area. I think you're, you're not too far off. 35 to 38, I think. Uh, assuming the weatherman doesn't jump up and true. bite us yeah. this evening. Well, yeah, and it should be good Saturday. It's uh, Saturday will be fine. We got to get through tonight. If, and if, if there hasn't been too much damage already done. Keep our heads above water. Yeah, have you heard anything uh, from Sandusky? I should have meant to reach out to Chris Mize because I know uh, they got hit pretty hard, I at least with the rain last night. they got hit real hard. So hopefully everything's okay there because they got a free show this weekend. Yeah. Speaking of which, it's... Ke- Kevin said the place was a mess, but he didn't... That that was all I had heard. See, I saw that too. I wasn't sure if he was talking his own place or if he was talking about, uh, about the Speedway. But... Um, 
Well, if anybody has any insight on Sandusky, let us know. Yeah, and here's what's coming up this weekend. This weekend's racing menu. Tomorrow night, Friday night, Attica Raceway Park. It's Columbus Equipment Central Ohio Farmers Night with the uh, 410 Sprints, the Attica Oakshade Late Model Challenge Series, 305s, and uh, gates open at 5 racing at 745 General Mission, uh, 20 bucks there at Attica tomorrow night. I wonder how much the All-Stars being at Butler will hurt. Well, that's Saturday. That's Saturday. And Fremont's off. Yeah, that's right. So they could get even more cars with uh, Fremont being off. Yeah, Didn't even think about that. I should have went higher because I might get Fremont cars a day. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Just as I figured that out on my own. Uh, Saturday night, Flat Rock Speedway Season Championship Night with the Outlaw Super Late Models, Figure 8 Street Stocks, and a 250-lap Enduro race. Gates open at 4.30 and heads up if you're going to Flat Rock because racing will start an hour earlier. It's 6. 6 o'clock is... Uh, Green flag uh, time at Flat Rock on Saturday. General mission there, 20 bucks. Oakshade Raceway, also season championship night. And it's uh, the finale of the Oakshade Attica Late Model Challenge Series. Uh, full show of Late Model Sportsman, Dominator Superstocks, Compacts. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General mission, $14 at Oakshade. Sandusky Speedway, it's the showdown in Sandtown Challenge. Featuring the Pure Stock Challenge, the All-American Iron, Renegades, and Beginner Stocks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7. General admission free. They do a lot of free shows. They do. That is pretty cool. Butler Motor Speedway, it's the third annual Mace Thomas Classic featuring the Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions, street stocks, and four cylinders. Gates open at 4.30, racing at 7.30 at Butler. General admission tickets there, $30 for that special show. Other series action uh, this weekend, the Melvin L. Joseph Memorial at Georgetown Speedway in Delaware uh, for Lucas Oil Guys starts tonight, August 24th. and then it's the uh, Rumble by the River at Port Royal Speedway in uh, Pennsylvania, Friday and Saturday, uh, the 25th and 26th. So the, uh, yeah, three of, races. Still a lot of racing. Two tracks. Tesla's All-Star Circuit of Champions, uh, Tri-City Motor Speedway in Auburn, Michigan on Friday night. And then, uh, of course, as we just mentioned, at Butler on Saturday, World of Outlaw Case Construction Equipment Late Model Series, the My Place Hotel Quad Cities 150 at Davenport Speedway. Uh, that is tonight through Saturday. And I do recall seeing they pushed back the start time tonight to 7.30 local time. Could be. I think because of the heat. Yeah. So uh, make sure to check. If you're tuning in for that uh, a little early and wondering what's going on, it's because they pushed things back uh, due to the heat there at uh, Davenport. Mm, uh, let's see. World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Series. Second leg of the Northern Tour. They're going to be at River City Speedway in Grand Forks, North Dakota, North Dakota on Friday. And uh, duel in the Dakotas at Red River Valley Speedway. That'll be on Saturday night. Arkham Menard Series back in action. For the uh, Spreaker 150 at the Milwaukee Mile. And so I always forget the Milwaukee Mile is even still a thing. Right. Is Arca the only one that races there anymore? Probably. Okay. I remember the, uh, well, what's now the Xfinity Series used to race there and uh, IndyCar used to race there. I don't know that either of them go there anymore. Dave, Dave, help us out. I only remember this because it was on my racing game from like 2000 or something. Uh, but uh, Arkham Menard Series uh, will be at the Milwaukee Mile Sunday at 1 o'clock. That race will be on FS1. The in- NTT IndyCar Series will be racing the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway Sunday starting at 3 o'clock. That race will be on NBC. That's out there in St. Louis. The uh, NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series, Clean Harbors 175. They're going to be at the Milwaukee Mile Speedway on Sunday as well. That race will be at 4 o'clock on FS1. Xfinity Series and the Cup Series, both at Daytona, a couple of uh, night races. The Wawa 250 uh, for the Xfinity Series on Friday night, starting at 7.30 on USA. And then the Coke Zero Sugar 400 at uh, Daytona for the Cup Series Saturday night at 7 p.m. on NBC. What and is Wawa? I don't know. I do. Okay, what is it? It's a it's a chain of service stations or, or gas That's stations. Right. I did know that. Uh, and they're... They're really big down south. Do they have Wawa? In case you get thirsty? Maybe, maybe. Okay. 
Um, we didn't mention, or actually we did a little bit earlier on, uh, that the must-see cars will be at Berlin Raceway up in Marne, Michigan this weekend. There you go. So hey. what's our weekend weather pit stop look like for this weekend? It's going to rain tonight. It's going to rain a little bit tomorrow morning. As long as the tracks don't take too much water, there's not going to be any problem. The weather's going to cool down. Um, everything's going to be just fine as long as they can get by the next 12 hours. Last time I looked at the radar, there wasn't anything on there, but it was supposed to be blowing up or something. Yep, that's that's and what coming they Coming through tonight. Uh, 11, 12 o'clock. Oh, yeah, there's some stuff happening up there. It certainly happened last night, Scott. It, it did. I heard it. It woke me up, and that's why I'm exhausted today. And now i got to go uh, work on some race car stuff. So You do. With that, uh, we're going to get out of here. Next week on the show, I believe uh, we're going to be talking to Cap Henry for the first time uh, this season. We'll talk really? about He's been on a tear at both uh, Fremont and Attica this year. I believe he's leading the Attica Fremont Championship Series as well. Um, so he's got a lot going on. And in a different ride this year than he has been in the past. So Well, it seems to be working quite nicely. It seems to be a good fit for him. So we'll talk to uh, him next week. Thanks to our associate producer, Dave Kemmer. Contributors, John Young, Bob Stazak. Uh, make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report or X, whatever it is. Twitter, formerly. X, formerly known as Twitter. I think that's what everybody's calling it now. Yeah. That's what all the cool kids are saying. Follow us on YouTube. That's still the same name, still YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Wawa is a Waffle House restaurant, according to Dean Henry. Oh, all right. Well, I know because I have seen big Wawa gas stations. So, yeah. We will do some investigative reporting and have some behind-the-scenes on Wawa. We'll get to the bottom of it. But if anybody should know show. about restaurants, <laughs> it'd be Dean Henry. That's true. Uh, check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. You can listen to shows there. Want to be a sponsor. That information is there. Everything is there. Make sure to rate and review us as well. Share us with your friends. Write a review. We appreciate it. It's been a while since anybody's really written a review for us, but uh, I understand it takes effort. We're worth it, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're here every week, 295 shows. People just think that we're just crazy or something. I don't yeah, know. give us a report. Um, thanks to our sponsors, DCR Graphics, Demony Race Products, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos. Uh, thanks again to our guests this week, Craig Mintz, Ryan Davis. Again, we'll have Cap Henry on next week. Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Make sure to uh, tune in live, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And again, uh, always on demand on your favorite podcasting platform. Get out and support your local track this weekend. We're out. Uh, uh, we're, we're, we're done? We're done. Oh, man, I was just having fun. Well, you can stay here, but I'm going. No, that's all right. All right, we'll see you next we, week. We got stuff to do tonight. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you guys next you week. Thanks. You the Hammer Down Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast.